Well, hello, and welcome to the American Theater Wing's Downstage Center. I'm Beth Level. I'm currently starring on Broadway in Elf, the musical, and I am very, very happy to be joined today by two of my co-stars and two of my favorite men in the world, Mr. Adam Heller and Mr. Mark Jacoby. Which is most your favorite. Um, well, <laughs> well, I'll let you know at the end of this okay. interview. It Hi, depends Beth on how Level. well you do this, as a matter of fact. Oh. Um, so, fellow Elf folks... We're back on stage together for this year's production. Mm. Mark, I want to start with you. I want to just ask, what is your favorite part of doing Elf? Just your your favorite part when you get to when you, you th- do your something that I do in the show. Something that you do that is your favorite part of doing this show. Mm. I like the end of the show. Well, maybe I shouldn't sure, spoil should. it. Spoil it's it. a spoiler alert. They can but I, it. I like the transition of the character. He goes from I like that too. Gruff to kind of silly. So uh, it's the silly part. Because I don't get a lot of opportunities to do silly normally. Um, so I'm reaching into a very small bag to pull out my silly tricks. <laughs> but you have good silly. You, I mean, you, really? you give really I, good silly. I do I think you so. underestimate your silly. Okay, now I'm getting self-conscious about my not silly. Well, good. <laughs> That's our goal, too. Um, did you see the movie, Elf? I did, I did indeed, and I will confess that I saw it when I learned that I had an audition for this piece. Really? So, answer to one of those questions, you know, is it better to look at back source material or not i usually do i don't have that right. uh, feeling that it's something that's going to influence me in any negative way so i went straight to the movie and i loved it i, I was surprised that i loved it i own very few movies and elf is one of them that i own that my family it was one of those things that we actually watch every christmas mm-hmm. and i thought Brilliant! What a perfect movie to be musicalized. So yeah. I did no research whatsoever because I, I pretty much am and off, doing our off show now. I'm noticing how how many people mention that it's one of their favorite movies. I know. at all. Adam, have you seen it? I saw it about a week and a half ago, but not mm-hmm. before the, the no the skit. I, I, you just... Well, you know, I had done several of the readings mm-hmm. of uh, you know these shows. When they're in development, you read a number of drafts along oh, the way, yeah. and you sing, and you 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 know you get in a rehearsal studio, and you figure out these how these shows work. And I, so I did a couple of those, but I'd never seen the movie until we saw it about a week and a half ago, and I loved it. I thought I was interested in how sort of low key it was. I know. I was I know. surprised. What, what I, do you What do you mean? Low well, key? I just ex- you know I guess I'm used to uh, our take on it, which is sized for a Broadway house and, and a Broadway audience. And I just found that the humor comes in, is pitched low. And the humor sort of takes its time and just different. I think it's just a different, uh, uh, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Different kind of tone from... Well, it's been longer ago since I saw the film. So I, I, I now I'm wondering, looking back on it, if I would feel that way. Mm. I don't re- really remember, to be honest with you. So... I don't know. Well, this is a big old Broadway musical, and oh. I think the audiences leave every night. Uh, those that have seen the movie and that haven't seen the movie having a really good time. It's mm-hmm. exhilarating, it wouldn't exhilarating. you say? I was just thinking of Were that word. Were you using word. that word? I could, I could, well, sort of. That's why we're here together. So why do you think? Why do you think the audiences love this movie? Uh, movie? What musical so much? A because you know it is known in the world because of the movie. But mm. why do you think they love this musical so much? Why are they so? So gleeful and exhilarated <laughs> at the end of the show. I think it's just it's successful storytelling. You yeah, know, any great yeah. musical. I think it's that, the writing. It's the writing. Yeah. I think the songs are fantastic. Matt and Chad. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and it's such a good combination. I mean, it, there is a real story. There is a real book, as we say in musicals, and yet it has that frivolity and 
sometimes frenetic energy that is stimulating in a different way. I just think it's a really good – they found a really good mix. It's such a good story too. It's a good story. I mean whether it was a Christmas story or not, it's such a good story about a, someone finding you know, who they are, their self, their identity and, and – um, And have you noticed how many successful musicals particularly have an element of the unreal in them Mm -hmm. or the surreal? That is, you know, the world of elves and what is an elf? Mm -hmm. And this person from a completely alien culture, literally, coming to the quintessential uh, culture that we know, New York City, there's something that's always intriguing about that. I mean, you wouldn't think that you'd compare elf to Phantom of the Opera, but it does have that in common, that that unreal character right. that is put into a real world and what's that it seems to intrigue people and experiencing that through his point yeah, of view yeah, like the, watching him enter new york yeah and what how, what he assimilate how he adapts and how he doesn't adapt and what are, things are hard for him and it's just intriguing. It is intriguing. And it's funny. <laughs> I, I also think that's why adults go for it right. as much as they do. I think that's the I was surprised at how well it plays to the kids but the adults and the and I guess Casey, our director, uh, figured out that uh, it has to be sophisticated enough. There's a wink towards us grown-ups, right? So that we're there and we're 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 taken care of, right? Absolutely. Um, and Bob Martin and Tom Ian have done such a wonderful job adapting and writing. Yeah, adding on to the movie plot. It's just it's a lot of fun to do. It's just fun to be in a joyous show where the audience is. It gets snowed on at the end. I got to tell you that right now. Oh, I know, I you. know, I mm. know. But it's mm. really wonderful, and I can. They bring the house lights up just a little bit, and to watch the people in the audience experience that, and those kids. Oh, uh, all of a sudden the top comes off. You're right. Tap it's dancing. Really, tap dancing is also tap dancing a pleasure. Snowflakes. Yeah, oh, that please. was one of the really fun aspects of this show. Everyone is required to tap dance at the end of the show in this. Of course, we're using a very liberal (laughs) definition definition of the term tap dance. Don't tap dance. So we had. I beg your pardon. Well, you do now. Um, We had many, 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 many hours of tap school, tap class. Um, Mm. Every day, Beth. Every day there was there was something that felt to me like high school calculus, (laughs) and I felt I was the slow boy on campus. The language you aren't quite familiar with. So what what did you when when they said to you, well, yes, we're going to have bring your tap shoes. That's that's always we get an email about what's happening the next day of rehearsal. And it was like, please bring your tap shoes. Do you have tap shoes? I actually do own tap shoes. Why? Uh, Yes. Yes. A very salient question. Why? And I took them out of the bag and said, why? (laughs) Years ago, I'll tell you, it was the bicentennial of the United States, 1976. I was in a show. What? That incorporate a, a show. It was a you know an event show for that day, July fourth, nineteen uh, seventy six, and they wanted tap sounds for some reason that I can't even remember now. So they bought us all tap shoes. It, we were not tapping per se, but we were walking Making and percussion. moving with yeah the percussive. If I ask you to do it tonight, would you be able to? Repeat that percussive. No. Te- oh, I could walk down the hall and make percussive sounds. Yes. No, no, no. Absolutely. I don't want that. I want this, some kind of bicentennial salute. I have no idea what Adam, we did. Adam, did, did you no. own tap shoes? I didn't own a pair of tap shoes. But now Beth. you do. Now um, you do. Now I own tap boots. 
uh, that <laughs> you own ref- them? Well, no, I think I that's opening that. a whole new door tap to boots. your career. No, 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 no. I was terrified I, at the at the idea of tap dancing, and I thought as I was time, angry. You were angry, yes. <laughs> when I found out that everybody had a tap dance, I was angry. I thought somehow they were for weeks. I thought they were going to eliminate me. I thought they were going to say, "Good try, Heller, but uh, this isn't working out." And uh, maybe you'll sit on the side, and we'll bring you in at the end. But that that day never came, hmm. and they kept uh, they kept on on us. And uh, and I have to say, you know, now that you ask the question, what is the pleasure of it? I do find that there's something extremely satisfying, even though I may not be tapping as well as some of the experts on stage. There is something very satisfying about the Tap 25 dancing. of us yeah, doing this number in time, delivering whatever that is. I hope it's pleasure. To the audience. Someone told me the other day when we come out the door for the finale, we're all uh, in these wonderful. Everyone is in an elf costume, and well, he you're said, "Just spilling well, it all, just, aren't you?" You know what? But you have to see it. It's all right. It's, you have to see it's it right. to really appreciate it. Yes. But he said he actually gasped. Gasped. <gasps> Gee, what with did that delight mean? because he was so. It was so pleasing visually, and then he said, "Then you started to tap dance," <laughs> and he blew up. No. So it was just just sheer musical. Uh, pleasure. Yes. Our tap shoes, just so you'll know, those of you who do tap, are elf shoes. So they're boots, flat yeah. boots that have that curve, curved toe. So it's a real challenge for those of us who um, used to be able to tap in more traditional shoes. Actually, I was taught to tap with three-inch tap shoes because I had William Ivy Long shoes and Greg Barnes tap shoes and they all had bling on it. And then now I'm tapping in a flat boot. When did that happen hmm. for you first? When did you start tapping? Um... Uh, second grade, my mother made me take tap class, uh, Betty Kobach School of Dance in North mm. Carolina. Mm. And I took for about five years. And really, I regret so much that I stopped because I really – I had to reteach, retrain my body. I had the, the muscle memory of the steps in there because it, it, it really – For 42nd has, Street or for was that your main um, uh, But in college, I started tap to tap again because mm-hmm. it's, uh, it, it's beneficial – if you can tap, sometimes you can get rolls. But then I really had to duly noted. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> See, I really had to learn, relearn to tap dance for the Forty uh, Second Street. I did the first national tour back in nineteen eighty four, and I really she. Um, Isn't there a famous story now? Well, it's, well okay, yeah, I came in to the. Uh, at the Majestic Theater, and there was I think a. We're about to hear it. Well, you yeah. are about to well, hear it's it now. A that's just, story. Okay, wake up, people. We were sitting in the the theater, the uh, Majestic Theater, and I come in for my audition. You know, and back in back in those days, a lot of times, most of the times, you auditioned at the theater. Mm-hmm. There was the ghost light, light, and all the people sitting on the front row, all the suits and everything. And uh, Michael Stewart was so gracious and generous, and really loved the way I sang, and he loved my comedy. So, meanwhile. Um, Karen Baker, who was Gower Champion's assistant, Gower had passed, came up and taught me this very complicated and intricate tap step that anytime Annie does in the number Go Into Your Dance. And she said, if you can learn this in two weeks, you essentially you kind of have this job. And I just – I remember having my little tape recorder and I taped mm-hmm. her feet making the sounds. And then I went and worked on it and worked on it and worked on it and lo and behold – you got I got that. the job. I got the job. I came, uh, you know, I, I became pretty proficient at the tap dancing, and then I did crazy you sure, for you, and I could. Were. So, I enjoy it. I don't know I if this it. was true of you, Adam, but when I tried to learn it two years ago, I couldn't do it without singing it 
Oh, or you know, mm. verbalizing it. Da, 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 right, you know, right. da, 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 da. and if I d- didn't do that, I would, I would forget. Mm-hmm. I think now I'm to the point I'm not doing that anymore. But it, it was an interesting correlation between the oral and the muscle, you know, the motor skills, feeling the rhythms of it. Yeah, having uh, yeah. You know, it's interesting today. Uh, you're able to film. The tap because exactly. that, which is what I did. And right, I, they sent it to you over your uh, handy dandy. Uh, what do you mean today? Well, what? Uh, what are you talking about? meaning uh, I think back when you were auditioning for Forty Second Street, you had a you had a cassette that probably you know orally mm-hmm. ca- captured the taps, but now I can take the iPad. Uh-huh. And record uh, one of the well, in this case, one of our uh, um, and one of our team uh, recorded uh-huh. the entire tap dance for me. So I I, oh. I taped it, and so I was able to review that and from front and back, so that I would mm. be able to go home. Is that why you're doing it with your back to the audience? <laughs> <laughs> it's charming, and it gets all the attention, yeah, Mark. I don't yeah, know. I guess it works for your You character. know what's so interesting is how many times, Adam Heller, people have said to you, wow, Adam, you're such a good dancer. Well, and you lost many, many hours of your life <laughs> worrying about true. this tap dance. It's true. I, and well, again, I think, it's, uh, I think you and Mark have opened up an entire new career for yourself. Since we're spoiling everything, Adam has people. a breakout moment in a, in a different Completely number. Completely. That takes the audience by surprise and delight, which might be the highlight, <laughs> might be the choreographic <laughs> highlight of the evening, uh, as good as the choreography I don't know, is. but it, it, uh, it satisfied my mother, Mark. Really? I was very happy. Well, that's that. all there is, is Yo, pleasing I, your parents. This, in the end, is it? I, my friend Ann L. Nathan, who's a, a wonderful tapper and did uh, um, thoroughly modern Millie memorably uh, on Broadway. Sorry, the drugstore story last night. Did you? Oh, yep. There you go. She well, sent her love. Thank you. I, Seriously. Oh, that's so sweet. Lovely. Well, she said to me, uh, listen, uh, when I, I, I said, listen, I'm having a tough time with this tap and, and I just can't see it ever working out. And she said, really? In tap, you have to just give good tap face. If you have, isn't that everything is like good acting face, good tap face? It's you, you. Good tap face. Yes. Will you give good tap face, both you and Mark? <laughs> really, it, really. Fake it till, till you, you make, make it. it. Is that exactly. the exactly? Yeah. So, so that's what uh, I, I did. I, I use that. I think I. You have very good tap face. You know, um, there's a question I'd like to ask. We've all been performing a long time. <laughs> I know. Thank good. We're, very, we're, we're really lucky. We're all very lucky to be this age and mm. have this as our career. Um, I'd like to ask Mark and Adam, is there anything, as you look back, is there anything that you wish you had done differently? It's mm. a tough one. I wish if I, I just wish that I had studied more and I wish I could read music like mm. you can, Mark Jacoby. Mm. I pick up music and it's... I have a very good ear, but I can't read the notes as proficiently as I would like to, and I really envious when I watch you just like sing it off the page without even. I'm, I'm a little mm. bitter, as a matter of fact, but I wish well, I had studied. I wish I had. I wish I was okay. more skilled in that. You can work through that. I can't, and it's never too late. By the way, <laughs> it's too late. Now. <laughs> you'll never say it, but you were fantastic in uh, John Doyle's revival of Sweeney Todd, and oh. you. Not only do you read music, but you play it beautifully. So, what did you play? I'm sorry, I didn't see it. I, I primarily was... played the trumpet, and I did some percussion. And and you play. are a trumpet player, or was it like? Well, did it go the route of the tap dancing? Just, just as with tap dancing, it's a it's a broad spectrum of skills. And in our cast of uh, Sweeney Todd, I was far from the most uh, 
gifted or experienced musician, but I I played trumpet all through college, and that was in fact my first professional ambition was to be a trumpet player. Really? But I put it away after college, and you know you don't pick up a trumpet after that amount of time, put it on your face, and right. be able to play it. The the musculature of the face is just gone for right. the, for those purposes. So it was a long, arduous effort to get back to any kind of proficiency. But it was thrilling to me um, because I'd always thought, you know, back when I was young, I thought, you know, like playing in a Broadway show, that would be that would be about all I would ever ask for. And there I was doing it, and it wow. was so ironic and horrifying simultaneously and, and great. And I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed practicing. I enjoyed getting mm. back in shape to be able to play that book. So it oh, was good. Mm. So when Sweeney Todd came on your radar, that's when you picked the trumpet back up? Yeah, my agent called and said, do you play an instrument? And I said, well, <laughs> you know, I play the trumpet. I own Let a me. couple of trumpets. <laughs> Yeah. Let me pull it yeah, out. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, and I went into the first audition, and you, you know, people were bringing in concerti for their instruments. It's real. Oh, wow. I could barely play a Broadway tune and get through it without total muscular collapse, mm. literally. Mm. And I don't think, you know, I didn't play anything remotely like a high note. And then there were two callbacks, and each one I was able to bring the pitch of the tune that I played mm-hmm. up slightly. So uh, they could see that I was getting someplace, you know, with it. But uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a very unique experience. But, you know, I th- getting back to your question, mm-hmm. Beth, not to hog it, but, um, you know, the the decisions that that come between money and, I guess, artistic challenge, mm-hmm. some of those, in retrospect, I might have done differently. Sometimes I did things... Because I felt I needed the money, sure. that I wished I had done something else. And sometimes I did something and turned away from the money, and it didn't really pan out the way I hoped. So some of those I, I suppose I would reconsider. And you never know. It's you all, really but, don't. And it's a struggle, you know, if you have family and so forth, you know, those kinds of decisions. What it a, would be great if we could always just follow our, follow our muse. You and know, get paid and, for it. And get, get paid for it, but that's mm-hmm. not... What about you, Adam? Is there anything, if you're looking back, to, that something that you would have changed or something you would, would like to have done differently? It's the, it, it is the instrument. I wish I played the piano. Oh, yeah, me too. I re- and, and, and it's not because we didn't try. I mean, I did. I took lessons, and I just couldn't make it happen. And uh, maybe that I just wasn't disciplined enough and, and didn't take the time, but God, it would have helped if uh, uh, because well, how so, how because just learning pieces. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I just never read music well enough, and mm-hmm. so it was a it it it's a struggle, and particularly now because I find that uh, people are uh, generally speaking in our field uh, excellent musicians oh, by and large, know. right? So. We are really, I think, behind the eight ball a little bit, and we really rely on our uh, on our tape recorders to get this stuff right. And it just means that we have to work harder. I we mean, have fortunately, a lot more homework than the people that can read music. But you don't honestly feel that you've ever not gotten a job because you didn't read music well enough. No, not no, I don't. Not that, but but boy, I really see all the beautiful work that Doyle's doing, and I think ah, but to be in one of his shows, yeah. I'll just need to. You know, understand the glockenspiel, but 
uh, or anything, and then I do maybe- play the Glockenspiel. Actually, mm. <clears throat> I, I mean, really, <laughs> I'm having a concert. I have a couple of your <laughs> Very, CDs. It's, it's really, I really uh, enjoy them. Changed my <laughs> yeah. life. The Glockenspiel. I actually did a, 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 an unusual a, a John Doyle production that was a play, so I didn't have to uh, uh, learn any. What was it? It was Wings. It was a revival mm-hmm. of Arthur Kopitz. A uh, wonderful play uh, about an aphasic woman, and we mm-hmm. did it at Second Stage a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, working with him is quite a pleasure, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a he's a deeply interesting person and creates really wonderful art. So mm-hmm. I'm I was happy to and a very kind and accessible person as well. Funny, yeah, very funny. And you didn't have to play an instrument. No, well, no, I didn't know. And Nathan was in that. My first uh, equity job in the chorus at Theater of the Stars in Atlanta, there, as part of the audition, there was a sight singing uh, segment. I mean, that was a, an element in whether mm. you got the job, and I haven't heard of that. I mean, of course, that was, you know, 40-some years ago, but it's, I, I mean, when you said people are so much better musicians now, I'm not, I'm not, I don't see that it is expected that people in our business sightseeing. It's not expected, Generally speaking, I think. It's it's not, coming if, out if you can, schools, there's nothing wrong with great. it, and it's good, but I don't think it's determinative of... Perhaps the, not, but it does certainly move rehearsal along. If <laughs> <laughs> It means you have to do spend less time with that thing in your ear or looking at your iPad, learning the music. Or begging the musical director begging, to just run, just plunk it out run one more down time, that please. bass line what's again. That, what is that? What's that second alto yeah. part? Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a show... That you wish more people had seen you in. <laughs> Not necessarily. I mean, off-Broadway, summer stock, a tour. Is there something that, wow, I wish more people could see me do this role? Huh. I, I was asked that question last week, and I thought it was so fascinating. So you got an answer. Right I have that. an answer, so I'll start while you're twirling up and trying to remember to think of your answer. Um, you. I did. You're welcome. I did a production this summer of a... a a musical that's hardly ever produced called Call Me Madam. Mm. I did it yeah. uh, at the Lyric in Oklahoma. The Merm. The Merman. <laughs> and it was so satisfying to bring this thing out of the vault and to have it recreated so beautifully and staged so eloquently. Where, where was this? Oklahoma, uh-huh. at the Lyric at Oklahoma uh-huh. City, directed by Michael Barron. And to sing that music that I didn't know the score at all. I just knew I hear singing and there's no one there. But it's chock full That's right. of and this delicious Irving Berlin music score and yeah. this uh, political it, w- it was set in the 50s uh-huh. and nothing had been changed so I ha- we had to do a lot of research about what that reference meant yeah. you know politically and uh, and so it, I wish more people had seen the musical and me in it but I must <laughs> it was fun it was it was an exhausting, delightful experience. Hmm. Okay, your turn. Well, I'm, I'm tossing Still. around here. I I very much like the writing of Yasmina Reza, mm. uh, who probably art and more, more recently God of Carnage. Sure. Uh, and I always wanted to be in art, uh, and I n- never was able to. So that's, you didn't really ask, what have you not done that you wish more people well, had seen okay. you in? Well, <laughs> yeah. that's okay. That was did, my next question. <laughs> I did get to do one of her plays, uh, Lifetimes 3, at the Repertory Theater oh, right. St. Louis. And uh, it was just as good as experience, of an experience as I expected, and I I guess I could say that I wish it had been a – yeah, seen more, mm-hmm. by more people. 
What about you, Adam? Well, uh, it segues perfectly because I just You're came welcome. back from uh, – thank <laughs> you uh, – from the Repertory Theater of St. Louis uh, bef- shortly before we started ELF uh, where I did um, Neil Simon's Brighton Beach Memoirs mm. and uh, got to play the father, Jack Jerome, and I loved that play. I'd never done a Neil Simon play in my life and, um, I, you know – Plays speak to us sometimes, and this play, because I felt my family's DNA was all <laughs> over that play. Sure. Uh, I ju- it spoke to me, you. and I loved it, and uh, <laughs> wished. <laughs> did you say you? <laughs> <He> did you? <laughs> <laughs> You were it, so good in it. Just uh, uh, thank FYI, you. thank you. Well, uh, it was a beautiful company, and Steve Wolf directed it. Did did Steve direct your no lifetime series? Mm. He runs that theater, and uh, and it's a beautiful place. And uh, I wish, yeah, I, I suppose I wish more people had seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's uh, was it in their main upstairs in their main yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, my little thing was downstairs. That's in a, that in that uh, smaller space, whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. So I think I I've played a better. I wish more people would see me card because <laughs> you were in the large. You win because really no one saw that. <laughs> what do you want to do next? Mm. You can make it up. I want to be in art by Yasmin. <laughs> Apparently. Would you rather – if you had your druthers, would you rather do a musical or a play? A play. Adam? Um, I think I'd like to do a play again. Uh, we've uh, – you know, we're having such a great time in, in Elf. But there is something about not having to worry at 7.30 whether you've got the notes. Is, I love talking to actors in, that do musicals. And when they go to a play – uh, I did Steel Magnolias this spring in North Carolina. All of us were talking about how delightful it was not to wake up in the morning and go, yeah. is it there? Is it, do I have it? Can I sing today? You Living just, in your throat. You yeah. just don't have to worry about that. So, mm. that's, so if you could create the perfect job. Oh, for heaven's sake. Well, what would it be? Would it be out of town? Would it be a huge Broadway play that you could run in and work for four or five years? Don't know yet. I don't well, know. People go. What do you want to do? Too next? many elements like, there. Know. Of course, Broadway just, yeah, is down. <laughs> Broadway pays the best, of course. So you've got that element, and, and, we're it, home. and it's you know your home, and it has the highest profile. So there's all of that. But sometimes the the best working experiences are in more contained situations. Absolutely. I mean, we talk about doing things out of town where fewer people will see them, but there's also uh, that also introduces a certain freedom to the experience mm-hmm. and. You know, maybe mm-hmm. maybe it enables us to be a little more risky and uh, in what we do, and so I have to thank you, Adam. Answered her yeah, it is, question. I want to do the next Stephen Sondheim musical. So uh, all right, well there you I, go. I think he's writing that with David Ives. I've heard that. What is it? Uh, it's uh, based on one of David's plays, I think. I, I, mm. I, my, I, but I wouldn't swear to it. Hmm. But it's it's the next thing they're working on, and I certainly get a kick out of that. I suppose that really does in my. I wish to do a play next, but that's okay. But doesn't well, that trump everything, really? Well, I, yeah. Steve Sondheim's next. Well, what show. about you, Beth? You didn't answer your own question, did you? Uh, no, I don't know. People go, "What do you? What role haven't you played that you really want to play?" And it, I don't think that's been written yet. I would love mm. to recreate um, a drowsy chaperone experience where it's just completely original, completely out of the blue, completely not on the page. Mm-hmm. And the creative team and the actors all give birth to something that's so organic and original and hopefully will be as delightful and as satisfying 
as no, drowsy help, help chaperone me was. You were in drowsy. <laughs> yes, I was in drowsy. Okay, how did that go? Don't make me sing stumble. How did that I go will. for you? It was it was pretty. It was a win win. Okay, it was a win win. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Thank you, thank you. It, you know, I just a little sidestep. I didn't get cast in drowsy. I auditioned, and uh, Casey was so sweet and called me and said, "It's just not going to work out." And mm. I went, I agree. I said, I don't think I have – I'm the voice to bring this woman to life. Mm. And time passed and time I'm passed. I'm afraid to ask what <laughs> I think they got desperate. And th- three weeks before it was going to Los Angeles to do its out-of-town tryout, I got a call from my agent saying, um, hey, guess what? You, you have a job offer, which actors love to hear because that means you don't have to audition. It's like I'll go anywhere if you just offer it to me. Mm-hmm. And he said it's the drowsy chaperone. I said, mm, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's right. You've got something wrong, yeah. Yeah. So I made him call the people again. He called back. He said, Yeah, you're doing Beatrice Strockwell, the drowsy chaperone. You leave for Los Angeles in uh, three weeks for a month. Mm. Have a good day. But then at that time, you didn't even know how big a deal it was going to be. No did idea. You? You I know, had it was no a... idea. Which is terrifying and yeah. so exciting. And to watch it get, become this thing, it was. It was a privilege. So I'm, mm. I, I hope for another one of those moments. It yeah. does bring it home a little bit, though, that the idea that uh, you were working with Casey on that, yeah. and that you're old friends, and that really one of the pl- great pleasures of working in the theater is to be reunited with friends and to be able to get into a room on new projects and work them through, right? I mean, oh. that's uh, – uh, you, you, you don't agree, Mark? Well, I totally agree. <laughs> I have to tell <laughs> you, it, mean? Is, it is so delightful – to be at the Al Hirschfeld Theater oh, with is. two of my favorite men on the planet, Mark Jacoby and Adam Heller. And we're in Elf until January 6th. Please come and see us and really watch Mark and Adam tap dance. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah. Happy Careful. holidays, all. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. Hello, I'm Heather Hitchens, Executive Director of the American Theater Wing. I hope you enjoyed today's edition of Downstage Center. Downstage Center is recorded in the CUNY TV radio studio at the City University of New York's Graduate School of Journalism in Manhattan. Our engineer for today's show is Chad Bernhard. Along with this program, all of the educational and media work of the American Theatre Wing is available online, on demand, for free at americantheaterwing.org. If you're a regular listener to or viewer of Wing programs, we hope you'll consider giving us financial support to sustain our work. Just visit our website, americantheaterwing.org, and click Support ATW. For Downstage Center and the American Theater Wing, thanks for your support, and thanks for listening.